When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello there guys, what is going on? Daniel Childs back here again for another show and it's time for another edition of The Breakdown where we look at some Chelsea numbers, some performances, some screenshots and, and kind of analyse things in recent performances in a little bit more detail. The focus of today's show is on a topic that has been discussed for most of the season but really came to the fore after the Middlesbrough loss on Tuesday night and that is Levi Colwell playing at left back why is it happening? Why is Pochettino persisting with it? Is it actually improving him as a player? Is it helping Chelsea? And how can Chelsea solve this problem for the rest of this season? So there's a lot to get into. And I think starting with the Middlesbrough game is the best place because it really is notable now with Levi playing in that role, which he has... There was a period right at the start of the season when he was playing that role and there was a little bit of confusion in the first few weeks whether he was playing in a free at the back or he was playing at left back because at that time Ben Chilwell was still fit and actually we realised that Ben Chilwell was playing at left wing which was a, another conversation at the time if you remember back then. But then when Marco Correa came into the team, he got a run at left back and also right back where times where Levi would play at left back too. But predominantly, he has played a lot of his minutes for Chelsea this season in that role compared to the role I think most of us expected to compete for, which was as one of the two centre-backs. So it's notable now that opposing teams are starting to target Levi Colwell. And Nazar Kinsella's post-match piece pointed this out for the standard. He said that Carrick targeted Levi Colwell, who played out of position at left-back, and his mistake presented an early chance for Emmanuel latte Laff. Isaiah Jones then outfoxed Colwell to set up the winner. Thiago Silva failed to provide cover for the youngster, who was exposed by Jones's pace as Borough targeted his flank and Moises Casado did not track Hackney, who swept home with a plong. And if we look at that goal firstly, this was something that Middlesbrough did on a consistent basis, trying to hit the ball down that flank for Levi Colwell for Isaiah Jones, who had a good game, and it was impactful. And we saw the mistake, as Nazar Kinsella referenced to, right at the start of the game. And... This is where I think I start with my issue with Levi and the justification for playing Levi as a left back is the the justification for it is it's kind of a reactive and a deterrent really because part of the justification for it has been defensively. Is it protecting players around him? Are you going to get a defensive strength that maybe a more traditional left back that's a little bit more attack minded isn't going to give you that protection? And now we're seeing mid-table championship teams exploit Levi Colwell. It tells you something different. Simon Johnson pointed this out as well in his piece for The Athletic, which focused on this issue. And he said, according to FB Ref, just six of his 25 appearances this season have been as a central defender. His sub role against Blackburn in the Carabao Cup should count as a seventh, but it is not accounted for on the site. There is another five listed as a centre-back slash left-back, which reflected how Pochettino, particularly early in the season, would have Chelsea line up with three at the back while in possession, but switched to a four when the opponents had the ball. 
it was Colwell who occupied the left-hand side, though, in each system. Conversely, 21 of his 24 appearances on loan at Brighton last season were as a centre-back, just one outing as a left-back. While in his first loan away from Chelsea at Huddersfield, he operated in the middle of a defence 31 times in 32 matches the odd one out shows him operating as a centre-back slash wing-back against Bristol City. And this has been something that Pochettino was clearly stuck to for a number of reasons. One of those being Ben Sherwell has been injured since September. We hope he'll be back soon. Another being that Marco Correa played in that role for a little bit, but then he got injured Whilst that was also going on, Reese James has been injured, so Kukurea would go over to the right at times. And quite clearly, he's never really trusted Ian Matson in that role because Matson has now gone out on loan to Borussia Dortmund for the rest of this season. But we have to start looking at Levi in this role, and there's only really been one occasion from an offensive point of view where you can point to Levi playing in that role and it actually benefiting Chelsea in a really big way. And it was a way to Fulham all the way back in October. There's been a lot of games since then and we haven't really seen this type of movement and involvement in the final third from Levi since. It was one of Chelsea's best work goals all season. Got to give a lot of credit to Moise Casado for starting it off. Crossfield ball, finding Levi down the left flank. He bombs down the left flank. Brilliant ball with his left foot. We know Levi's passing on that side is a real threat and a combo with Mudrick looked like a really exciting thing when we were thinking about it during uh, pre-season. And these two combined here wonderfully for the opening goal. Other than that, very rarely have we seen Levi operate in that area. He doesn't offer the natural fullback tendencies that you'd get from a Ben Sherwell, obviously. And I think it hurts the winger. It isolates the winger on that side because they're kind of up against it. It kind of feels like 2v1 at times up against the defense. But I've got a lot more kind of... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline screenshots to show now from a defensive point of view that show that Levi is not even really helping in that aspect to and costing Chelsea some goals the first one the most obvious one I think on this list is the Man United winner it was a dreadful night for Chelsea but Levi did not help himself in this situation the ball comes in from Garnacho here and he's going to tussle with uh, Scott McTominay maybe from this position if he's in front of Tomine, he's going to be able to clear this header and they don't score but he kind of pathetically throws himself to the ground. He gets out muscled. He's looking around for a foul that never comes. And Chelsea concede and lose the game. A couple of days later away at Everton. Chelsea, again defensively, there's a lot of blame to go around for this goal. But Dominic Calvert-Lewin has his chance well saved by Robert Sanchez. And it's at this point when Levi Colwell needs to kind of bail. And, and Chelsea's defence needs to bail Robert Sanchez out. And he kind of just stands here, weirdly. If you watch it back, it's not that he has loads and loads of time to try and close down the shot from Decore, but it just was very bizarre how inactive he was to just kind of wait for Decore to run up, take his shot, place it, and score. So again, from a defensive point of view, Levi Colwell not 
showing the best of him, not showing that side of his game where as a left back, even if it's not his favorite position, you'd expect this is where at least he's going to excel over someone else, his height, his physicality. We've had one example of a ball going into the box, him not defending it well. We've had another example where Chelsea have conceded a goal and he hasn't been proactive inside the box where he should be in a crucial moment away from home. And then we saw this a couple of weeks ago as well at home to Crystal Palace. Right before half time, another floated ball, this time from Jordan Ayew. It's on a stroke of half time, Chelsea are one nil up. It's going towards his side of the box. And instead of being in the position you'd expect him to be, he's kind of gone central to battle with Mateta. He loses the header and Michael Elise is free at the edge of the box. He takes it down, he shoots and he scores. Now, it's not to say that Levi in all of these situations is solely to blame for everything. It's... It, as we know, football is a team game. There are many variables and it's not always the case that one sole individual, unless they really have made an absolutely horrific mistake like Thiago Silva playing a short back pass that Joe Linton and Baddy Shield doing it against Newcastle as well. Those are very obvious examples. But when I hear about Chelsea's need for height and physicality and then when I look at our defensive numbers that are not good, that are going down, and how we're conceding more chances, we're particularly conceding from set pieces, and I'm seeing similar personnel played in that area. You ask questions of Pochettino, and you ask questions of why Levi is playing in this role that clearly isn't benefiting it, even in the most basic average way you'd suspect a centre-back at left-back would bring you, even if you accept that from an attacking point of view, you're not really going to get that help. We're not getting that help. And Chicago Dimitri, I've got to give him credit here. This is the rolling XG for and against uh, for Chelsea so far this season. And as you can see, as we have gone on in recent weeks, it starts in mid-September against Bournemouth all the way to the Luton game. It's not good. It's not looking good for Chelsea, especially from an XG against point of view. And Chelsea are conceding more goals. From a defensive point of view, we're giving away more chances. You don't even have to look at data. I think we can all look at the team and, and understand from a defensive point of view, we're not as rigid as we were in the first few weeks of the season, especially from set pieces, especially from high balls into the box. Again, these are all things that as a centre-back and as, a, as an aerial dominant presence, apart from his ability on the ball, I'd expect Levi Colwell to be dominating. So then what is the solution? I think firstly, it's trying to give Levi more minutes in his more natural position, the position where he's gone out and loan and developed and the position that we all thought he was going to be competing for this season. Now, some of the, a lot of the examples I've shown you, I don't think are solely reliant on a change of position. I actually think that Middlesbrough was the first example, real, really strong example of him specifically as a left back being targeted and being isolated as a left back would. I think a lot of these examples I'm showing you and just inside the box, Chelsea and Levi Colwell specifically here, not doing a good enough job. And I still think inside the box, as a centre-back, he should be doing better. But I, I would like to think in his more natural role, he'll feel more confident and hopefully will assert himself. And if he has a better left-back next to him, who is also helping out in that aspect, he won't be in similar situations as much. I think that would be kind of my, my hope if he did move across. But then you do get to the massive question is who plays in that role? Marco Carrera is injured. Ben Chirwell is the most obvious right now, but he's been injured since September and Chelsea have a track record of bringing players back too soon under Pochettino, then very much uh, hitting another setback and being out for longer. And you've also got to throw in the context and the history of Ben Chirwell, like Reese James, that he's injured on a consistent basis. 
So can we all sit here very confidently and say he's going to be fit for basically the rest of this season? I love Ben Sherwell. I think he's a wonderful talent. And I think when he's at Chelsea, when he's playing for Chelsea on a regular basis, Chelsea are a much more threatening team. I think the diagonal runs he makes are very, very difficult for teams to to track and to and to stop. And I think down that left flank, Chelsea will become a much more devastating team. But that has to be, you know, taken into account. So is Kukurea. Even if he does return in the next few months, he's going to be recovering from an injury. And how long-term is his future at Chelsea? Ian Matson has now left. There is an academy option that has been in and around first-team training this season. And that is Somto Boniface. He's playing a lot for the academy, obviously, and is highly rated, I think, by people who do watch the academy. As I say, he's been training with the first team. It's whether Pochettino would feel the confidence and the risk of promoting within in this position for a more natural wing back slash left back. We have to chuckle a little bit because not only in the last six months have Chelsea let go Lewis Hall to Newcastle, but now also Ian Matson. So to try and think that Chelsea uncovering a left back and signing a left back this month is some genius move. They've kind of thrown themselves into this situation and I don't think it's the best look once again. But we have to look now for solutions if Chelsea are going to go out in the market and try and sign a left back. And I'm looking for players similar to Ben Chirwell. And FB Ref does their comparisons over the last year of players who do from a profile-wise, compared to Ben Sherwell. And as you can see on this top 10 here, we've got Denzel Dumfries from Inter, who's been linked to Chelsea before. Jonathan Klaus from Marseille has been linked to Chelsea before. Alex Grimaldo at Leverkusen. Philip Kostic at uh, Juventus. Estupinian from Brighton. Moreno from Aston Villa. But the problem Chelsea have at this time of year is how many of those players can you actually sign? Because they are first-teamers. They would cost a lot to get out of the club. And are Chelsea willing and able to spend that much on a left back or would it make more sense to promote from within next week we're going to look at some targets in this area so if you want to see that content please do hit that like button and share this video around but in the case of Levi Colwell I think we're coming to the point now where it's not really helping him as a player it's not helping Chelsea as a player you're not getting the aerial dominance and and solidity that you'd want from him in that role and I think it's it's more a symptom of a wider problem we're seeing under Pochettino and in recent Chelsea years of players being crammed into roles that are not actually helping us in the long term and actually from an attacking point of view is making Chelsea less of a threat against opposition. So there we go. I think it's time for Levi to move to centre-back. Thank you so much for taking the time to watch this show. If you're a Chelsea fan and you want more carefree content, please do hit that subscribe button. Really helps the channel out as well as the like button and sharing it around with friends so more people can get involved in the community. And you can follow Son of Chelsea across socials at Son of Chelsea on TikTok, on Instagram and on X. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network.